0: Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash
1: TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, spoilers, all kinds of stuff for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. Bell, man, how are you doing tonight? I am doing Fantastamundo. Yes, sir. Of course, you should be doing Fantastamundo because I'm telling you, man, the Speed Force is calling you. Just let it in. So, so today is is a very interesting day, right? It's a it's like a convergence of a lot of things,
0: like like a like a perfect storm of just geek culture.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, gosh, this entire week, uh, over the last several days, we've got a lot going on with, you know, the release of Star Wars, the poster followed by the trailer. And then, of course, we've got this excellent episode of The Flash. The Flash continues season two, you know, maybe a slow start at first, but I feel like it's building towards something really, really great. Uh, and then, of course, this particular day, as we record the podcast live, is in fact October 21st, 2015, which all time travel enthusiasts, which I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you have to at least have a little bit of enthusiasm for time travel. <laughs> Lord knows we talk about that more than The Flash sometimes. But <laughs> point being, uh, yeah, about what is this day in fictional history? This
0: is the day that Doc and Marty go back to the future.
1: You're not digging fourth dimensionally, Marty.
0: <laughs> so it's it's yeah, it's actually the exact time is coming up for uh for the mountain time zone. Seven minutes or seventeen
1: minutes? I didn't even this this is probably bad on my part. I didn't even think about the fact that there's a specific like time itself.
0: Let's see here. I think it I think it's 720. Let me let me see. 12 minutes. No, I'm sorry, 15 minutes. Mountain time zone will be the exact daytime and everything
1: oh man all right so we've got 7:28 p.m so 15 minutes you said
0: uh yes 15 minutes 7:28. Right.
1: science and fashion you've got 15 minutes to catch up with back to the future part two
0: in the mountain time zone it's already too late here
1: well but wasn't isn't the mountain time zone technically when marty was like where, where did he end up oh that would be in pacific actually so um no where hill
0: valley was it california uh hill valley sounds like it would be in california right I don't know. You know that that's a very good question. I know when they're they're in the Wild West. Jonas is saying Pacific. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it should be I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it's kind of like
1: In that case, what are we talking about? 15 minutes or is it something different?
0: So that'll be an hour and 15 minutes.
1: Okay, you got more time science. Get on that. Something tells me this episode will run about an hour and 15 minutes. So by the time we get to the end of this episode, we will theoretically have flying cars, hoverboards, self-fitting shoes, clothes, and talking televisions and all that kind of good stuff. So get ready people. The hour is at hand, but until then, (laughs) let's dive into this week's episode of Flash TV Talk. The The Rundown. Episode three of season two, Family of Rogues, directed by John F. Showalter and story by Julian Miojas and Catherine Welsgeck. Bell, what happened this episode?
0: Well, the team locates one of the singularity breaches in the lab, and Jay creates a device that stabilizes it and will allow him to return home, but opts to stay to help Barry stop Zoom. Meanwhile, Lisa Snart shows up asking for Flash's help in rescuing her brother, Leonard, who she believes was kidnapped. Barry tracks down Leonard, who reveals that he was not kidnapped, but is working with his father, Louis. Lisa swears that Leonard would never work with her father willingly because their father was abusive towards her when she was a child. Eventually, the team determines that Lewis placed a bomb inside Lisa and threatened to kill her if Leonard did not help him steal some diamonds. Later, Barry infiltrates Lewis's crew with assistance from Leonard, and while they're on the heist, Sisko successfully removes the bomb from Lisa, so Leonard uses his cold gun to kill his father in retaliation. Dr. Stein's condition continues to deteriorate, And Dr. Harrison Wells arrives through the singularity breach at the lab.
1: Yeah, man. Okay, so let's talk about Lisa for a second here, Um, because I need a little bit of clarification. The whole thing about Snart being kidnapped, did she not actually realize that it was I mean, did she know that it was her father and she just kind of left that detail out?
0: No, no, no. Because what she says, you know, uh, it was uh, Heatwave, Captain Cold and Lisa were doing a heist. And, uh, she, she turned around or something like that, got distracted, got, uh, you know, Saul Captain Cole got thrown into a van. They got knocked unconscious. So it could have been maybe the tech guy or somebody, I don't know who's throwing him in the van. Um, and then I would assume it was her father that knocked her out and injected her with the bomb. So I, she just never saw him. She had no idea.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. I, that was one bit that I wasn't a hundred percent sure on. I mean, I got the fact that she didn't believe that, you know, he would willingly work for his dad. But I thought that she was keeping that. I I just I missed that.
0: part. No, she had no idea.
1: Okay, fair enough. Look, you know, last season, I I believe I mentioned on the show, Lisa is not my favorite Rogue. Golden Glider, especially this the the um, this interpretation of the character, although I mean, I was never a huge fan of the Golden Glider of the comics, uh, just has never really felt right. Like, I I don't think I've really gotten a, a chance to kind of get to know her a little bit. And this was an opportunity for them to kind of you know, uh, humanize her a little bit. She's not yeah. some, you know, evil, diabolical rogue in the same way that uh, some of the other rogues that we've seen. Uh, but, you know, even in the midst of that, I really just do not trust her,
0: man. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a bit. I mean, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, okay, Captain Cold, sure, uh, he betrayed Barry right at the end there, but he saved his life, but it was mainly to get, you know, a favor from Barry, I would assume.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so now we have Golden Glider, but if anything, she owes a favor to the superstars.
1: Doesn't they, I mean, technically, don't they both, quote unquote, owe a favor to Barry? Like, didn't they screw over Barry last time they saw him? And hasn't she, like, played Cisco emotionally twice at this point? Yeah, but I don't think that was an emotional play. Mm, That this, all right, so that's where I'm a little iffy, right? Because theoretically, if everything that we saw is to be legitimately believed from Lisa, then this was the first time that she's engaged with Cisco and not been trying to manipulate him. I I don't think that's the case, though. I think that even though her story was true and tragic, I still think that she was manipulating Cisco. I do not believe that she legitimately has feelings for him. I think she's just kind of keeping him, you know, trying to kind of like, uh, you know, carry him along so that she can always kind of reach back into her back pocket, pull out Cisco to fix whatever situation she's gotten herself into.
0: I don't disagree.
1: She she wants to be the Catwoman to Cisco's Batman, except she doesn't actually have the feels that Catwoman has for Batman.
0: Yeah, I, I think maybe she's grown at least to respect him, and so I don't think she's just willy nilly just using him mm-hmm. like she used to uh, in season one. Okay, yeah, fair enough.
1: She she respects his talent.
0: Yeah, she respects his talent. She respects the fact that uh, that he actually is like a genuine caring individual, which I'm sure she's not used to dealing with. Um So I'm going to say that while I don't think she was openly trying
1: to manipulate, because I mean, like, yes, she was. She was absolutely openly trying. And again, I'm not saying that she wasn't being honest, but I still think that she was manipulating him in the way that she was going about it. The only, the only part where
0: where she was manipulating him was when uh, they first met. When she finds out that she's got the bomb in her and all that kind of stuff, like I that that's where things kind of slipped out of her control, mm-hmm. and that she was relying on the superstars and the Flash to 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 get her out of a sticky situation.
1: Lady J points out in the chat that she does say during the episode that Cisco was or is the first person who has ever been genuine with her, but I still don't think that means that she's being totally genuine with him.
0: Well, and and you can see Cisco's naivety kind of like oh. melt away. Uh. Uh, at the very end, at the very end, there when you know, right before she kisses him, and she says, "You know, you're, 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 uh, you know, the first person that has been genuine with me. You know, like you're the only person I'd say was my my first friend or true friend or whatever." He says, "And how much of that was true?"
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: So, so, so it's it's, it's and she like, does
1: notice she does not answer him. Notice yeah, that she, she does she not answer him. She doesn't.
0: Him. But, but I really think it was a situation where at first, yes, she was trying to manipulate him because she wanted to save her brother because she thought he was kidnapped. Then she found out the situation, realized this is this is, you know, a little bit more than what she was bargaining for. She didn't want her head to explode, you know. Yeah. So look, at that point, she was at the mercy of the superstars, and uh, you mean the
1: superheroes? Team, <laughs> team Flash, superstars. I, I've, seen
0: Superstar. use, I've seen people use superstars. I've seen people use superstars <laughs> for like for, for the for, for the Star Labs team. And uh, oh, okay. I just yeah.
1: go, I like Team Flash, but you know what? We get yeah, all team the Flash. names wrong. I'll mention that in a minute. But uh, yeah, look, but, I go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought.
0: Yeah. So so I I think that the maybe originally she was trying to manipulate him, but uh, the situation kind of got out of hand. And then she realized that, you know, Cisco is like a stand up go to guy. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, maybe it would be in her best interest not to try to manipulate him all the time, because then if she is in a clutch situation where she actually needs his help. He's not going to be like, no, remember the last 18 times that I've tried to help you and you just snubbed me, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> exactly. Look, I thank you for reminding me about that last moment because you're right. Cisco, he's he's matured and, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And now it's not going to happen again or at least, you know, not the same way. And so, you know, I and I'll even mention, I mean, uh, Christy in the chat says that this was the first episode that, you know, m- that she actually liked uh, Golden Glider. And, you know, for me, I I don't dislike like before i kind of disliked her overall now i i dislike her in the way i should dislike her because she's a villain you know what i mean like i i like her character more in kind of the the fabric of this series but um cisco can do better and I, I hope that he does that that's all i'm saying about that but uh anyway so yeah no this was a, a great episode to spend a lot of quality time with some of the uh I hate to say backup characters but everybody else beyond the Flash in fact I found myself this episode more interested in what was going on with Joe and Mama West than I did with kind of what the major plot line was
0: Yeah there's a lot of heavy stuff going on this yeah, episode
1: dude man. oh my gosh okay look so you last like child abandonment
0: issues you have child abuse issues like all sorts of crazy stuff Yeah
1: this was this was some heavy stuff and that was I guess kind of the theme right is that we're all damaged by our parents Yeah I got to say at last episode I thought that Mama West cheated and Papa West walked out with the with the kids. Now, I was wrong and I want to apologize for that. However, it's way worse because she's a drug addict who abandoned her own family. <laughs> yeah. Now what did I say? Did I say she had died? You well, you we we had thought that she had died, but we knew that she wasn't. We knew she wasn't dead because she popped up at the end of the last episode.
0: Yeah, but I, I can't remember exactly what I said, because I didn't think she had cheated. I thought she had done something else.
1: Well, one or maybe way— Maybe I did.
0: Know. I don't know. I can't remember. My brain doesn't work. So,
1: right. what do you say? 20 years ago, she walks out, and man, that story about little Iris is, is just heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, oof. And Joe, we've talked about it before, but Joe is just kind of, you know, the the super dad, or he has been the super dad, except, well, what do you think, man? Did he do the right thing by lying to Iris about her mom? Yes.
0: Hmm. I agree. I agree with him because uh, when you're a, a young child like that, trying to explain like why your mother left you
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that, that, that could cause a lot of psychological trauma to a kid because all of a sudden you're going to have abandonment issues. You know, you'd be like, well, you know, she doesn't love me. Um, and, and just like Joe said, you know, Joe was saying that I, I didn't want you to think that she didn't love you because I loved you. I love you so much, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so with her being dead, then that's closure, and she didn't have to deal with all that kind of stuff. Now that she's an adult, she's grown up, and she's been raised right. She can, you know, <laughs> a- approach this from, you know, an angle of maturity, and 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 kind of, you know, it, it, there won't be as much m- emotional baggage.
1: And it was actually pretty mature of Iris to accept it the way she did. There was no kind of question of, you know, you told me that, you know, my mother was was murdered or she was dead, and he's like. Well, once she left you, once I found her drugged out on the floor with you next to the open flame, the good person that was your mother did die. And there was only the drug addict. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. (laughs) Brought it back to Star Wars. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but I mean, you know, so I guess there is something to that. I'm torn, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, I get why he did it. I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing in the same situation. Don't know if it was the right thing, right thing or the wrong thing. But we do know that it was 20 years ago. And yeah. so assuming, you know, we, we kind of speculated a little bit. What if while she left, she was actually pregnant? What if Joe has a son who ends up being Wally West um, that he, he does not know about, which would add all kinds of, you know, complexity to this uh, already very complex relationship that he has with his ex-wife, well, especially since he's a drug addict.
0: You know, I mean, like yeah. that that's going to complicate a pregnancy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know, man. I that's don't know. why
0: I'm thinking it's going to be a half
1: brother kind of thing. I don't. Mm.
0: Like, I don't think Joe is going to be the father of Wally. I think it's going to be. Uh,
1: it would make sense, though. He would be 19 or 20 if, if, you know, he was if that was the last time they saw each other. Then Wally would be about 19 or 20. And given the way that they've done the the quote unquote sidekicks in the show, that's about the age that you would expect for uh for you know, um I, I guess Roy Harper from uh from Arrow I, th- I believe he was around that same age age range. Yeah, but why would she keep that from him? What, which, why would she walk out and abandon her family? Because she's a drug addict. I, uh, you like, answered your own question. That. She didn't tell him because she was a drug addict. Could be. Oh, here's one. Okay. She was pregnant with Joe's kid. She walks out on the family. She gives up the kid for adoption, right? Like, she goes and she tries to get cleaned up to help her family. They, uh, she gives up the child for adoption so that, you know, because she's on drugs and such. And so Wally West is actually being raised by this other family, perhaps. And so then she tells Joe that, that they've got a son somewhere. Joe then goes on kind of a side quest to go find Wally West, or the son, and, uh, and, and bring him back into the fold maybe. I'm just saying could be a story. Now again, I think it's it's worth mentioning. Uh we mentioned this last episode, but you know, just to clarify, in the comics, Wally West is not Iris's brother, she he is in fact her nephew. So this is a change from if they go this route, this would be a change from what's come before. Um but it, it, I I could theoretically see them making that change. They they they've made changes before, especially when it comes to siblings and and you know, which which siblings go on to do what things.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see where it's going. There's a a lot of ways that it could go. You know, there's a lot of options there. There's a lot of ways they can tie everything into it. The the brother Wally West to Iris, the nephew Wally West, I could see both happening. I don't know what they're going to do. But obviously, it's going to be something tied to Mama West, though, I think.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm just reminded of how last season I made the argument that if, if, what was it? I said basically that uh, saying that Eddie... Eddie Thon was eobard is just as, as you might as well just say that uh detective joe west is is kid flash it's but he is <laughs> 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 I, I <laughs> And earth too prove me wrong yeah well, uh, well hey there's an earth somewhere where he's an, an architect and an accountant yeah so there you go
0: and there's one where he's like a serial murderer yeah
1: that's true too one, one which by imagine. the
0: way flash didn't kill anybody this episode
1: no congratulations on him although there was that great line of when he's in the uh, the bar with uh with captain cold and uh he's like yeah yeah i remember i'm supposed to make sure that nobody dies and that's our agreement and i'm sitting here thinking like dude if that's your job snart if your job is to make sure that nobody dies where were you last two episodes keeping barry from killing people
0: i wish they had addressed that and been like you know it's like i haven't forgotten about our agreement but I wish I had added a clause in there saying that you couldn't kill people right, too, because right. that's not
1: fair. <laughs> <laughs> this goes two ways, there, Barry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. In the in the final moments, actually, when Cold kills his own dad, um, I thought he was going to call him out. Like, look, you can't take the moral high road on this anymore. I've seen the papers. I see. I've seen. You know, the bodies piling up over the last couple of weeks. You know, you you're just as bad. You're actually at this point because I've got a code. See, that's the thing. Captain Cold has a code now that he will not kill people. Yeah, fathers, you know, uh, abusive fathers notwithstanding. So that, to some extent, puts him on a higher moral standing than Barry, yes? Mm. I'm just saying, perhaps they well, should have been sitting his on code. Mm, Yeah, he broke his code, but at least he has it. What's, yeah. Barry's? What's Barry's?
0: Barry's is kind of like well, if you're dangerous, I'll put you down.
1: By the way, this is the first time, speaking of Barry killing off the uh, the rogues or the, the metahumans in the last episodes, this is the first time they want to put somebody actually in the metahuman prison and he's a normal human being. <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought that was great.
1: It's <laughs> escalation right there. That's crazy. But um kind of makes sense though. I mean, like, you know, it's it's almost like um we talked about Pied Piper and how they put him in the pipeline. Uh, even though he's technically a MetaHuman, but his MetaHuman ability is not his power set, right? Like his tech is technically his power set. Yeah, And so there was an argument that we had at the time as to whether or not he should actually be kept in the pipeline with the other MetaHumans. And so, um, I don't know. I really, man, I'm, I'm hoping that in the next couple of episodes, they dive more into this, you know, how we contain MetaHumans, how they're treated, You know, why is the Flash killing people? You know, like, there needs to be some discussion here, some resolution. And, you know, I I don't think the next to the last episode of the season is going to cut it. Kind of like they did last last season, where it was like, oh, next to last season. Okay, now we're going to address the fact that we've been holding all these people without due process. Yeah. Yeah, You need to kind of address some of this stuff a little bit sooner. And so I'm hoping they do that.
0: Yeah, I, I,
1: I agree. Yeah. Iris, man, so we... We should probably go back all the way to the beginning to talk a little bit about Iris. When we first see her, she is in the middle of this construction uh, <laughs> being fired upon by these gangsters. And uh, Barry, of course, tells her to jump out the window And what is a great scene. Oh, yeah. Do you trust me? I, I I do. Do you trust me? No. I can show you the world, <laughs> shining, shimmering other words I don't remember. now I
0: definitely don't trust you
1: tell me Iris now when did you last let your heart oh it was it was Eddie
0: fall out of a building no let your heart fall out of a building I mean
1: I guess technically the heart did fall with the rest of the body so that would make some yeah. sense yeah. <laughs> uh no dude Iris is getting into it I'm I'm loving season two Iris
0: oh yeah oh yeah dude she she's just take charge you know she's gonna get to the bottom of the story uh and and she's not you know it's not like this, oh, you know, come help me, Barry. It's like, hey, look, I'm in this building, they're blocking the exits, and they got guns. You think you could like, you know, give me a hand here? I-, I didn't feel like she was being the damsel in distress, you know. No. I-, I felt like she was uh kind of you know, reminded
1: me of like the Matrix where it's like, you know, tank, we need an exit. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. She was she was out on a mission, she was doing, you know, getting the information for her story, uh, taking great risks and you know, in a very risky situation that she put herself in because you know she has the the capability to do that and and but you know when they're shooting guns at you and you're on the top floor of a building and you can't really get out like yeah that's that's when you call tank and tank gives you an exit and that exits name is the flash
1: yeah man uh jason makes the uh the comment it's it's so much nicer when they actually give the character something to do and uh (laughs) Yes. Well I don't fully agree with the tone of that particular comment. I I, I have to echo that. Yes, that is accurate and, and it is great. I do hope that we actually get to see more of Iris and, and really kind of, you know, getting her involved in whatever the story I, I would imagine that Zoom truly is. Um now, you know, we didn't get much of Zoom in this episode, but we did get the big moment near the end. Where the after they put together the speed force cannon, the speed uh, cannon. The, well, the speed cannon. And after they put this together with an effort to send Jay back home, uh, the ending result is actually that a Jay decides not to go through it, which I thought he would have at least like you know run home to kind of you know pay some bills and say like, hey mom, I'm okay, it's cool, just over in Earth One, it's fine.
0: Well, I'm sure if he went back, like you know, the state of the city would be horrible because, like, hey, the Flash has been gone. I know, right? Um, <laughs> let's just loot the city. Let's raise it to the ground. You know,
1: it's <laughs> well, fine. It's fine. Zoom. Technically, Zoom is cleaning up his city because he's taking all the bad guys out of there and throwing them in our, our Earth.
0: True. True. Yeah. So, uh, what they need to do is they need to send Barry over to Earth too. He'll just go murder all the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> enough. We've. I think we've. We've given him enough hard time this. This episode about yeah. being killing. But uh, it would be funny if. If at some point they go back to Earth two, and uh, Zoom has been named like the main hero there because he's been removing all the bad guys.
0: He's like Mayor Zoom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Um uh, But. Uh, but no. So you know, Jay ends up deciding to stick around because, um. You know, they need him, and of course, you know, Caitlin is. Uh. She's. She's kind of putting the moves on Jay.
0: Yeah, she is. Apparently, she uh, six months is enough time for her to get over.
1: Uh, oh, come, well, come on, man. I mean, Ronnie's died. This is die- the second time that Ronnie's died.
0: You know, honestly, I, I I'm very curious about the uh, psychological impacts of that. So, like, you lose somebody, you think they're dead, they come back, and then they actually die. Like, since you have grieved as if they were dead, are it, it would it be much easier to get over? Yeah. Or would it be more difficult? I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, that psychology thing is going to play, one would imagine that could play a a part into her potentially dark future. You know, I I noticed that while she has been putting the moves on Jay, Jay has been relatively unresponsive to her. Uh, And I wonder if that's because the Caitlyn Snow of of Earth 2 is a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. I would would love for our Caitlyn to, like, face off against Killer Frost at some point.
0: So so here's something that Jay said that kind of perked my ears up. Do we know how Jay got his powers?
1: Yeah, he mentioned he was working on the, um, and I always get it mixed up if it's hard or heavy.
0: The, the heavy water, yeah. He was doing the heavy water, but he said the particle accelerator exploded. No, he said there was a flash of light. No, he said when the particle accelerator exploded, this episode, that's what he said.
1: Did he say exploded or went off?
0: I don't know for sure.
1: Because I I ask because we've seen Star Labs of Earth 2 and it is fully functional, clean, not busted, not shut down. You know, the Harrison Wells of that universe is uh, he's chilling.
0: Kyle uh, Kyle's backing me up here. But, yeah, he definitely said. When the particle accelerator exploded, blah, 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 blah. Interesting. Maybe maybe they rebuilt
1: it over there. I don't know. Could be. But even still, the the accelerator exploding is what basically shut Star Labs down. We've seen Earth-2 Star Labs, and it's thriving. So maybe it exploded, but it was a contained explosion?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. See,
1: here's what I was thinking they were going to do. I thought the idea that they might follow, and this is a, a concept that came from the comic book series, I want to say it was from Rebirth. It might have been from Flashpoint, but I'm almost positive it came from Rebirth. Uh this idea that Barry is essentially the source of all speed force for speedsters both present, future and past. So Barry is actually even responsible for the, you know, the the lights, the the lightning, you know, the uh Jay's ability to tap into the speed force. So I thought that maybe the idea is when the accelerator explosion occurred on Earth 1, that in turn actually gave speedsters from every single Earth their ability to tap into the speed force of their Earth or just, you know, the connected tissue that is the speed force between all Earths.
0: Well, Kyle brings up an interesting point. Are we absolutely certain that the sepia-toned, retro-futuristic Earth that we saw with the, you know, creepy Hello Children Harrison Wells is that Earth 2? Yes. And we're, we're 100% positive 100% on it? 100%
1: positive on it. Okay. Just making sure. Didn't they even... I want to even say it said Earth 2 when they when they panned to the Star Labs. I think it said Star Labs Earth 2.
0: I doubt it would say Earth 2 on the sign.
1: <laughs> well, no, not the sign. Like, on the... Uh, <laughs> you know, one of those establishing shots where they tell you, like, you know, you're in Brooklyn or you're in, you know, Argentina or wherever you might be.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm... Pretty certain. I, I I was almost well. Certain. The
1: entire chat agrees with you this, that no, they did not ever say that it was Earth Two. But I okay. mean, I think that it's pretty safe bet that that's Earth Two.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, and and for the first two episodes, I would completely agree with you. Yes, that was Earth Two. When he said the particle accelerator exploded, that's what kind of I was like, well, if it exploded, why is it all like, you know, up and running and everybody's I, all? I think was,
1: that's a continuity error. I I, I think. Uh, But maybe not. Maybe they'll explain it. But my guess is that might be a slip up in the scripting.
0: Okay, we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll give (laughs) him we'll give him the singularity mulligan if that's the case. But who knows? Maybe they might explain it. Um, But uh, yeah. So as mentioned before, the uh, Jay decides not to go through the speed cannon. And instead, we get um, Harrison Wells doing his best best uh, Loki impression.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that was a pretty uh pretty interesting. I am going to say it was Loki mixed with Terminator. Ah uh, yeah, you know what? Yes. Approved. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what? Coming to think of it, I think it, it it it's definitely more of a Terminator reference.
1: I think it's a bit of both.
0: Because time travel is prevalent in Terminator. Time travel has no This wasn't time travel. This was earth hopping. This is Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Maybe there's some crazy time travel stuff going on here. There's not. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I but mean,
1: I, don't, I hate to shut you down. I just don't think that's the case. Could be. Could I mean it could be, but I mean that I think that is the Earth Two Harrison Wells that we saw at the end of last episode, which is kind of funny when you think about. Last episode we ended with, you know, uh, Doctor Firestorm having a stroke and a nod to Earth Two Harrison Wells, and this episode we ended with, you know, Doctor Firestorm having a stroke and Earth Two Harrison Wells. <laughs> you know, uh, both both time we see Harrison Wells of Earth Two. Uh, he's acting rather creepy and ra- rather evil-like. However, I feel like that is just a um, kind of a, a smoke and mirrors. I don't think this guy's evil at all. I think he's just Harrison Wells.
0: It's a red herring. It's a red herring. Yeah, yeah. But why would he be coming through portals though?
1: Because he's Harrison Wells. He, he wants to push science and test stuff, and you know, uh, you know, he's probably on his side of the 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 equation on Earth too. He's probably trying to research why these fifty-two, which by the way is a great nod to uh. 52 in DC Comics, why these 52 portals have opened up in his world as well. And so he might have figured out that the star labs of his universe, they have the same kind of, you know, biggest uh, breach between Earths. And maybe he wasn't even able to stabilize it, but all of a sudden it was stable. So, you know, does the old human testing himself, throwing himself through the mix and uh, ending up on our world.
0: So you think he built the speed cannon himself?
1: No, I don't think think he did. I think that because our guys built the speed cannon, uh, speed cannon that stabilized the one that he was studying. And all of a sudden he had a direct doorway to go on through to our side.
0: You know, I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to how they talk about it and how they frame it. But, uh, I don't remember if they're, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, they're saying they're talking about the, you know, the, the stability of the wormhole or lack thereof. So I'm wondering, I guess if they stabilize one end that it propagates to the other end so that, you know, it makes it like a, a doorway.
1: Yeah. Doorway with a hall is how they described it.
0: Yeah. So then, well then if it's a doorway with a hall, then, that would indicate to me that the other side would also have to build a speed cannon in order to stabilize that end. So you could send stuff back through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Stein, do you want to talk real briefly about this? Yeah. Let's talk about Dr. Stein. Dang it. Why? You don't want to talk about Dr. Stein? (laughs) You know, I don't care about Dr. Stein.
0: Well, I I, I will tell you this uh, interesting bit of trivia here. Last week I went to go see the movie Sicario, which is very, very good. And I highly suggest you go see it. Okay. Um, but it also features Victor Garber aka Dr Firestorm aka Dr, Dr. Stein. Stein. There yeah. we go. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, he plays Emily Blunt's character's boss in the FBI. Oh, okay. And and I was sitting there watching it going, "Holy crap, Firestorm's in this movie?" <laughs> I was like, "They're going to have no problem, you know, getting all these drug dealers."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I just I feel like it's a little, you know, even even just like Preview for next episode, notwithstanding. I mean, it just seems a little obvious about kind of what's going on with him. He's been separated from his counterpart. He requires he he's one half of a superhero. He needs another half to kind of balance it out. And um, you know, if you've if you've seen the previews for next episode, then you can kind of see where they're going with that direction. Um, but it it's a, just kind of a side plot to help set up Legends of Tomorrow. Or yeah, Le- and, and that's <laughs> sorry. exactly. I'm sorry, Legends of Hiatus. Let's call it that because that's really what it's going to be, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah
0: so that, that's what i'm thinking like so uh, it, not so much in the first episode um we had not so much in the second episode but third episode definitely set up captain cold for this potential you anti-hero could... kind of swap in his character yeah because they they had to give him they had to give audiences some reason to cheer for him because if he's a bad guy on a team with a bunch of heroes. Why are you going to cheer for him? Mm -hmm. I would anyway, just because Wentworth Miller is amazing as captain Coles. Yeah. I don't don't want him
1: to be a good guy. Honestly, I like his, um, I like his darker shade of gray rather than his lighter shade of gray.
0: Completely agree. I kind of wish, uh, I, I love Michael Ironside as, uh, Colonel Cold.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look, Ironside, I mean, whatever he's he's in, he always brings it, but he makes a very good, just malicious, evil, like just, I I hated him. And then in all the ways that you're supposed to hate him, Ironside did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Inspired casting, honestly, for for, like Captain Cold's dad. I I really, hats off, you know, standing ovation, standing ovation.
0: I don't think I've seen Michael Ironside in something that I didn't think he was awesome man. no
1: he's he's excellent actually it's uh interesting enough uh, uh before we started i noticed in the chat people were talking about the fact that he actually was in smallville and played uh uh deathstroke if i'm not mistaken no i'm sorry he was not deathstroke he was sam lane lois's dad
0: oh interesting yeah well so but the, the interesting thing about it is it's like now we show this like you know tormented past of captain cold and and so now you can sympathize with him uh yeah mm-hmm. Kind of, I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's the reason why this was in here was uh, just to kind of flesh that out or if it was, you know, to kind of give audiences a thing to say, oh, you know, he's not all that bad. So but I, I don't I don't think that was necessary. Like, I, I love this episode. I, I like this episode. I thought it was great. Um, But I don't think we necessarily needed to make Captain Cold out to be an antihero. Right. Gray kind of area dude yeah yeah i just like the idea that he's ruthless and that he's cold-blooded but he's not going to murder people because he has a code
1: yeah i really i just feel like they missed an opportunity i know we've talked about it to death this point (laughs) ha 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 but i really feel like they missed an opportunity for him to be the one that calls out barry i hope actually by the end of uh of legends of hiatus when he actually comes back uh to the flash i hope there is kind of a you know this this kind of you know moment between the two where he's like all right now buddy <laughs> yeah i kept up my end of the deal you know i i just i'd love to see that but yeah um,
0: hey but 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 anyway that's th- a very circular route but a circuitous route to get here but uh i have a feeling that a lot of these beginning episodes of this season are all going to be build up for the characters that we're going to see on legends of tomorrow
1: yeah that's exactly what, what we can expect um, one yes. character I'm not sure whether or not we'll see her on Legends of Tomorrow or not, but we haven't talked about it yet. Is Patty, uh, Patty's pivot? Yep. Yeah. You you still feeling the baddie? Uh, I, <laughs> I feel real bad for Patty this episode. Yeah. Look, by the way, I, I got to make mention of this. So you know how I said last episode if we call it baddie, that's clearly going to be different from what everybody else calls it. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got um I I put out there that I was loving Iris and Barry, and I was feeling the virus. And uh, I got like, um, I I mean, like, you know, the people were kind about it, but they were like, um, yeah, it's not Byrus. It's West Allen or Westlin one imagines. Westlin, I can
0: go, I I can go with West Allen. Heck no. But. Or if we could do Wallen, maybe. Can I just call it Virus? Virus sounds like. Call it whatever you want, man. I got a
1: fever. It must be a virus. You know what I'm saying? Like I know it's Virus, the virus. You know, I love it. Exactly. Plus, there's like a lot of Wests and a lot of Allens. I don't know. It's a. It's a. (laughs) I just. I think I responded to somebody, uh, and I just said like, "Well, why can't I call it Virus? I think I'm going to call it (laughs) Virus. I like Virus. I'm going with Virus. Virus is my thing.
0: We have what is it, Virus and uh, Perry. I don't know. What, I, what do we say? What, what do oh, we say? Batty, Batty, Batty. That's right, Batty. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah Batty and Byrus. I love it. I, I'm sticking with that, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: But well, you know, it, it's it, it's it's funny though watching them interact this episode. At first, you think he's flirting with her, and then she gives <laughs> she gives Barry her uh, number. Yeah, he's like oh, Patty. Oh yeah.
1: Oops. <laughs> hey, I I gotta ask you. Did you uh have you gotten a a flash yet at your uh, local coffee shop?
0: Oh no, I have not.
1: Cup of coffee and a shot of espresso, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I haven't been in a position yet to need that kind of caffeine, but uh, at some point I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask for the flash, and um, maybe I'll even I'll, I'll put it on mic, and I'll just say yeah. like, you know, all right, um, uh, yeah, I'd like to get it. I'd like to get a flash, please. And maybe like, I'm sorry, get out. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's <laughs> that's inappropriate, sir. Like, no, no, no. Like the flash. I want, I want the flash. The drink. <laughs> I might, I, I might periscope that just to see what happens actually that might be great um, that, that, was,
0: that was hilarious though when she bumps into Barry and uh, oh my gosh. hang on, like, oh the flash
1: sorry sorry I, you gotta give it to, uh, to Kyle in the chat right now talking about the whole shipper thing he says there's only one ship and it's John Wesley's ship oh <laughs> beautiful <laughs> that's awesome couldn't have said it better myself sir alright man you know it's funny cause when I was thinking about it going into this episode I was like you know I don't Really know that I have a whole lot to say, but I, I unpacking it with you, man, made me realize I actually enjoyed this episode a lot more than I realized even watching it.
0: Yeah, you know, I watched it again actually uh, shortly before we went live here uh, because last night when I watched it, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. Let me, I, I needed to decompress and and, and process right. it. Then when I watched it again, I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I, you know, I can see the structures that they're trying to build for Legends of Tomorrow and stuff like that. Um, Legends of a hiatus. Legends of hiatus. Sorry. Uh, but those those things like the other things aside from the fact that they're trying to set up these characters for another show, uh, still brought in some cool things for the Flash, and so it it was still an entertaining episode. wasn't the best one out there, but it you know it it was still fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Speedster speculation.
1: We've got some excellent speedster speculation tonight. Do we now? Yeah. You know, from time to time over on our Facebook page, we mention it at the end of the show, but we do daily discussions, which are not always daily, but from time to time, we put them out there. And so I was thinking through time travel, as I do from time to time. And I was thinking about the fact of how we've seen time travel work in this series. And I've got this question. Where is future Barry? Now, walk back with me, Bell, all the way back to the future past. Where at the end of season one, there were three berries, right? You had baby berry, you had present berry, and you had future berry. You, you follow me on this? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know exactly where he is. We're looking at him every episode.
1: Uh, what?
0: Uh, yeah, basically what's going to happen is, and it's a crazy causal loop, but uh, <laughs> this is how I picture it in my head. Okay. Barry's going to be sitting there and he's going to be like, oh, crap. I have to tell myself not to save my mom. Be right back. <laughs> 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 then he just, You just see him like, you know, <laughs> all butt down the road and then travel back in time and then be like, uh-uh. And then he just warps
1: back forward. Well, it's it, funny though it may be. Now, that's that actually plays to the theory that there are actually four berries there. Uh, there's the berry that's fight, fighting Eobard. There's present berry, baby berry, and also one that specifically came back in time to tell him not to save his mom. <laughs> so that I, I have actually seen that the four Barry theory uh, floating around from time to time, but let's let's go under the presumption that there actually are just three, um, because the way that we've seen, you know, you change the past, you end up changing the future, which can also be the present, right? Yes. And Barry is able to merge with himself once he returns to a time that he presently, at least from our understanding at this point, has the Speed Force right because we saw that in the in the tsunami episode
0: yeah so when he comes back from the tsunami the speed force exists so he just merges with his
1: right his future self takes priority over his then present self
0: well i think it's more of a thing where
1: huh here's my question one of two things by by my best understanding of of how time travel as, as it works as we've seen it anyway is that Either Barry stuck around in the past, which means that an older version of Barry is hanging around in the present somewhere off camera, or Barry ran back to the future, which has now been changed, theoretically, based off of everything that just occurred, and will then merge with present Barry once he gets there. And so that future Barry, with all that future Barry knowledge of another timeline, will end up taking president mentally over this Barry. Now, theoretically, that's you know 10 years in the future from now and may never happen in the series, but... It's worth, you know, mentioning. And what I mean by this, of course, Bell, is if you remember Days of Future Past, the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when Logan mentally returns to the future, he has the mindset of the him that went back in time. Yeah. Right? And it circumvents the mindset of what he was at that time.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So so what it was is, Wolver- like, Days of Future Past Future, like the alternate awful future, that Wolverine... Uh, went back in time, saved everything, woke up in the body of the regular normal future Wolverine. Right, basically. right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, theoretically, as best we understand that Wolverine didn't have the knowledge of everything that transpired between when he left the sixties or the seventies to, you know, the near future.
0: Correct. He has no idea what's going on, which means he effectively killed himself, uh, when well, he replaced himself. Yeah,
1: not I mean, yeah, kid
0: is a son. Yeah, cuz cuz that Wolverine has made memories, has done all sorts of stuff and is a completely different person than the Wolverine that was sent back in time. So I mean, Wolverine- you could
1: argue that those memories are still there, he just doesn't have mental access to. I kill is too strong of a word. but one way or the what other, happens. he circumvents like that mindset, that mental status circumvents the then present Wolverine. Yes. Of that time. So what I'm saying is that if Barry does the same thing, if Barry runs back to the time that he left, then that Barry would then circumvent our Barry as we have known him. Yes. So what do you, I mean, so again, the question is, what happened to future Barry? Do you think that that's what they did? The other theory that a lot of people are saying is actually that because Barry did change the past, then he theoretically no longer exists. After he saves Baby Berry, brings him out to the road, and runs off, he then kind of disperses in a similar fashion that we saw Eobard do at the end of season one.
0: Hmm, interesting. Well, see, I, I was still thinking, though, so we got three Berries, right? We have Baby Berry, we have season one Berry, and then we have Future Berry who's fighting Eobard.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You also have Boysenberry, and Blueberry, Blackberry. Um, strawberry. Strawberry. Uh do we say boysenberry? Mm, I I did say boysenberry. Yeah, okay. What wildberry? Berry. Wildberry if you go based on Pop Tarts. Yeah. Have yeah. you had one of those Wildberry Pop Tarts? I believe I have had a Wildberry Pop tart Oh my gosh. Man. Remember when I put on all that weight?
0: Have you ever put butter on a Pop Tart? If not, so... I think you should. <laughs> have you have you heard that song?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so friggin' good. Yeah. Have <laughs> you ever had butter on a Pop tart? Well if you haven't then I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the song is not appropriate for this podcast, but it is quite funny. So
0: I'm thinking we have. I, I, I think I think it's it's just going to be like some kind of causal loop, honestly. Yeah, I I think the Barry from season one is the Barry, and he's going to go back in time in the future to tell himself not to save his mom. Mm,
1: I I don't think that's the case because I think he's going to merge with himself.
0: Yeah, but I I think what's going to happen is Ewars going to come back later in the series. They're gonna fight. Because because honestly they haven't fought yet, right? How is Eobar gonna come
1: back? I don't know. I but, do. <laughs> but the, but the <laughs> or at least I'm I'm almost positive. Black Flash, Zoom, whatever you want to call him, he is going to somehow bring our Eobard back. I just I know I it, think man. he might be our Eobard. Okay, so there there you go. All right, I brought I got you on board with that theory then. Yeah,
0: I'm I, I'm kind of thinking he might be, but I don't know. Because some
1: people are actually saying that, that the Harrison Wells of Earth Two is Zoom. Now, I don't believe that at all. I think that's I I just I disagree with that that theory altogether. But that is that is what people are saying. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It, it's cool. It, you know, one thing that I actually kind of uh, appreciate about the way they handled Zoom is that they, they allowed it, because they, they used kind of these two characters, uh, through or this one actor to portray two characters, they've made it so that Ibar doesn't have to be the constant bad guy, that he can come back later and take over, you know, Harrison Wells' body, and we can have that threat again without him always kind of constantly being the go-to villain. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool when you think about it. But anyway, yeah. that's Speedster Speculation for this week. Thank you, guys for indulging us. Your thoughts,
0: your, your comments. comments.
1: Listener, listener feedback. All right. Listener feedback this week. We got some great listener feedback. David West wrote in with an email. Bell, do you want to, you want to read, read that to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, David writes,
0: Hey guys, great show. I have some queries regarding the flashes. I'm afraid the show will lose consistency. And what is plausible? <laughs> Too late for that. <laughs> If Jay Garrick's powers don't work on Earth-1, mm. how do the powers of all other metahumans work? Is it only the speed force that isn't connecting with Jay? Also, if Jay Garrick is the 50s period Flash, how far into the future do we see the real Harrison Wells at the end of Episode 2, modern day? Uh, and because the particle accelerator didn't explode in Earth-2, two are they just more advanced technology now? Uh, or are they, uh, do they just have more advanced technology now? Furthermore, if Jay ended up in Earth-1, as we saw his helmet come through the same black hole in episode 23 of season 1, how come Eddie didn't show up in Jay's flashback? Food for thought, regarding the movie adaptation, what if when we see the Flash in Batman v Superman, he appears out of nowhere because he just time-traveled for the first time? That way, we don't need to give him a backstory, and no matter what suit he ends up being. Uh, That, too, requires no explanation, as he just time-traveled. Save his origin for his standalone movie. Uh, Look forward to hearing your answers on the show. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Dave.
1: All right, Dave. Thanks for writing. Yeah, a lot of lot of points on this. Kind of we're knocking them out one at a time. Uh so Jay's powers not working. That's obviously that's going to be a through line throughout uh, this first half of the season for sure. Uh, the the running, I think the uh, running theory that that most people have kind of gotten behind is that because he is on an Earth with a different speed force, then he's unable to quite. He can't quite tap into it. If he's on his own Earth, he can tap into his own speed force. Now I don't. But, we'll go ahead.
0: But when we see Zoom pull, um. Uh, sand demon through yeah doesn't he speed off
1: well zoom does we don't think but zoom for one thing i don't think zoom is quite connected to the speed force in the same way that the speedsters are or at least the the good speedsters are um i i also don't necessarily subscribe to that theory i i you know i think you actually mentioned last episode what if zoom uh like vampired his speed away
0: well i think that's what jay says jay says uh, i gotta figure out how zoom took my speed
1: Okay, well then, then there you go.
0: Can the chat back me up on that? Because I, I want to say he said that, right? That, that that Zoom stole his speed, or am I just like hallucinating vividly right now?
1: I think it's a fair bet. I mean, you know the the that the... I'm hallucinating. No, the, the, Do you the... smell
0: toast. I smell toast. You... I can't see. No, I'm kidding.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, no. I think I think that's a good theory, man. I think kind of the the vampire-esque nature of what Zoom could be. It uh, makes a lot of sense. So I think that's probably what's going on. Uh, why it's affecting, quote unquote, it's affecting Jay and not the other metahumans is because, you know, he was affected by Zoom. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the 50s era uh, Flash, you know, he's 50s era in the comics, but clearly here the Earths uh, exist in parallel. Um, And so while they do have kind of that retro futurist. Um, Hashtag
0: retro futuristic.
1: Yeah, I love it. Uh, While they do kind of live in that world. Um, I think that actually may be because of what you kind of get at in the your other question, because maybe the while the particle accelerator, as they say, exploded, maybe it did so in such a way that actually advanced the culture and advanced the technology in a way that just didn't happen to our world because, you know, Eobard Harrison dropped the ball or sabotaged the entire project. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, because because remember, our HG Wells in Earth One season one. He made the particle expo- accelerator explode, right? Like that—that that was his whole plan all along, was to make it explode so we can make Barry. Yeah,
1: Eobard had no had no desire to advance all of mankind. Exactly. So that's why they never rebuilt
0: it. So if the Harrison Wells in Earth Two after the explosion was dedicated to, uh, you know, rebuilding it so that he can, you know, fix humanity and stuff, clearly he did because we see how advanced their technology is. Yeah. So that would indicate more to me that Harrison Wells of Earth Two is a good guy and the real Harrison Wells and not Eobard as Harrison Wells. Yeah. But, I, mean,
1: see. I, I think that's, that's definitely a safe assumption. Um, the Eddie's hat flashback thing. Don't quite follow you on that one, but the idea of the Batman versus Superman and movie universe and a flash coming from the future. I love that concept. You know, it plays into what I was kind of hoping they would do with, um, with Bart Allen being the movie version of the flash. But they've, at this point, I think they've all but confirmed that Ezra Miller is in fact playing Barry Allen, uh, so I think well we will get an origin story for Barry Allen in the movies. It will be different, obviously, than what we get in the television, and that's okay. They've even addressed that in some of the promotional um, conversations they've had with the actors uh, about the fact that this is a multiverse and yep. they all exist. You know, you got to kind of embrace the mul- and multiverse and-, and recognize that there can be multiple Barry Allens uh, that that have different paths to becoming the Flash and different you know worlds, different Earths as part of the multiverse. So I would actually love, man. It would be great if we actually did have a crossover on the television show with Ezra Miller's Barry Allen meeting our Barry Allen.
0: Well, I mean, they have fifty-two portals. I mean, like they could just spend you know a couple hours investigating each portal and be like, oh, hey guys, guys, this is the cinematic universe. Let's go like say hi to Superman <laughs> and Batman because they don't exist in our world.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because like you know they I think they've already kind of pseudo confirmed that that Zoom is is traveling back and forth between Earth two in all of these different portals. Uh, but I love the idea of the of of them actually being portals to different universes. I actually thought that for a while maybe this season would be Barry jumping around from Earth to Earth to Earth trying to find his way back home. Similar, actually, to uh, Reboot and the the third season of Reboot when Enzo is actually jumping around from game to game to game in an effort to find his way back home. Yeah, because you could tell all kinds of different stories, and you know, all of a sudden Barry ends up in uh, you know the like the um oh gosh like the Red Sun the, uh, you know, communist Superman world.
0: Oh yeah. 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 You
1: could do, you could do some fun stuff there. You could do the flashpoint type stuff. You could do all kinds of things, man. Like there's so many different else worlds that they could experiment with.
0: And Barry I think jumps to a world where he's like a wanted serial killer. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Or, the, you know, jumps to a world where his dad became the flash and you could do some fun stuff there. Oh yeah. Um, or even a world that's just entirely fish or, uh, entirely shrimp, I should say. Um, but he'd probably get tired of that quick. Yeah. I, so, but, you know, they still might do that because they've opened up the door for, for you know, earth hopping and, and worlds and portals and such. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do. Also, we want to breed off some listener feedback from the chat right here talking about this week's episode. Ryan says was great. Kyle says it went by fast. Jared says I enjoyed it. Future Vision said awesome. Love the ending. Beard Smash said love it. Jonas really enjoyed it. And hey, speaking of Jonas, man, we actually got an iTunes review from Jonas that we're about to read. Right now. Great. This is the podcast I was looking for. Uh, This is a great balance of humor. and fact, they blend it so well. Keep up the great work. Well, Jonas, thank you so much. And we absolutely will. Yeah, I appreciate it. We also want to encourage you to head over to iTunes and write us a review because if you've been tuning in, you know, uh, we'll be giving away a free digital comic as soon as we hit a multiple of 10. Uh, Right now, I checked our ratings and we are just, I believe, three away. So, yeah, three of you go in, write us a review, get us there, and we will be choosing a name at random uh, to give away a free digital comic. And the great thing about this is you're in it until you win it. So even if you don't necessarily uh, get pulled, that's yeah, okay. You might be getting it next time. So uh, check that out by heading over to iTunes, searching for Flash TV Talk. Tell your friends about this wonderful podcast. Let them know you're watching The Flash, listening to Flash TV Talk. Uh, head over to the Twitters and do that kind of stuff. And by the way, follow us on Twitter. You can follow us at Flash TV Talk.
0: But if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at Flash at That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot
1: uh, And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV talk.
0: And if you like this show, check out our parent show panel to screen where this week we ask a very important question.
1: Can we please talk about Star Wars? Special thanks go out to Charlie Bach for providing our outro music. Also, want to thank everybody in the chat who's tuning in and listening to us live here at Mixler.com slash You guys are awesome. And hey, if you're going to miss us, don't worry, we'll be back in a flash.